0: Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at SNC.TV and on Local Now Channel 525. My name is Cynthia McIntosh, and I welcome you. 10 of Truth broadcast. Today, I I want to share some truths concerning the jealousy of God through Scripture from the Holy Bible. I share this truth today to encourage us to strive to prevent God from being jealous by our actions. Oh yes, we we can do things that open up the heart of God where jealousy will flow out of his heart and eventually get to us. beloveds. God is affected by what we do, who we do it with and why we do for those around us. God is what I call a relationship oriented God and father that wants to have a special place in our lives just for him. You see, he's not like some fathers on this earth who who only focus on giving things without giving themselves to us to love back in return. God wants a give and return relationship on both sides. He wants us to feel him and he wants us to know that he can fill us. Our Father wants what I call a one-on-one relationship based on the law of love inside a spiritual relationship of marriage. Spiritual marriage to God requires work on our part to keep it healthy and strong. It's just like natural marriage. If one's actions do not reflect what we feel for that person, then the relationship will eventually become weak and even die. And the same thing happens in natural marriage. It's work. We expect each partner to act the way they feel. And However, because of our corrupt nature, sometimes we find that difficult to do. And the great news today is that God doesn't have this issue. He shows us what he feels. And because of that feeling, he also has a desire for us to show him how we feel. Now, to get started on this discussion on this topic, I want to share some truths. And in giving these truths, I want to give us tips on how to successfully and fully stay in what I call a good relationship with God. I'm talking about a relationship that is growing and moving into closeness that God wants us to have with Him. First of all, I want to share with you the fact that human jealousy is different from godly jealousy. Human jealousy is when we are envious of someone who has something we do not have. A person might be jealous or envious of another person, he or she, because she has a nice car home. Or a person might be jealous or envious of another person because of their ability or skill that that person has. Another example will be that one person might be jealous or envious because of another person's beauty. Beloved, God is different because... His jealousy means just the opposite. There is nothing anyone or anything can do that can make God jealous of them. No one has any physical attributes that would make him envious of them. God's jealousy is based on a set of rules totally different from ours. Jehovah Jireh, our provider, longs for nothing that anyone's has. However, God's jealousy is based on the things we give others that rightfully belong to him. And that leads me to a, in a set, second important thing about God's jealousy. You see this in Exodus 20, 4 through 5. And, and I want to start out by reading this text. The writer says, you shall not make for yourself a great carved image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above, uh, that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them or serve them, for I the Lord, your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generation of those who hate. Now this text says three things about the jealousy of God. First of all, God is jealous when we make ourselves a God out of tangible things created by our minds and immer- and imagination. And in this day, sometimes we 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 may not necessarily carve an image, but we can use a. Built image by another human, our cars, our homes, uh, our jewelry, our money, our furniture. Anything that has no human life in it. God does not want us to make that our God. And the text goes on to say, are any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth above beneath or that is in the water under the earth it simply says God is jealous when we try to replicate something that we see on land in the water or in the heavens and this includes the stars and other planets clouds and anything else living above us in the heaven this is a sin against God and I believe God included things uh, that we make our God of things in heaven. Because he, he knew we want to explore the heavens above. He, he, he wanted to make sure that nothing up there will replace him in our lives. And so uh, another truth about this text. Is that God is jealous when we use our bodies for worship. And service required by these carved, uh, natural like gods. You see, God is not only jealous when we make gods, but also when we bow down to gods in the earth around us and above us. When we bow down and also worship them. You see, our actions and service to the needs of of man-made, created gods make God very jealous. He is jealous because we're giving someone or something else what belongs to Him. God is possessive of the worship and service that belongs to Him. Beloved, God reacts to any act for anything that gets what is rightfully His. And I really do believe that God is rightfully jealous because he's able to do what no one or thing can do in our lives. You see, God's position in our life is that of uniqueness and authenticity. God is unique because there is no one like him. And also, he is unlike anything else on the earth, in the water, up in the heavens, above, or right around us, or in the earth. God's authenticity means that He has what I call undisputed origin and is genuine. Our Father came from an unknown source that is not connected to anything that we know and understand. For this reason, it is a sin, per this text, to to worship or serve anything, of other, other as God, other than God. Beloved, it's worship. And service belong to him alone. And are to be given him alone. You see this more in this truth. Of this truth. Also in 2nd Corinthians 11 and 2. And let me read it for you. For Paul is speaking here. He said for I am jealous for you. With godly jealousy. For I betrothed you to one husband. That I may present you. As a chaste version. To God. But I fear lest somehow as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, so your minds may corrupt, be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. For if he who comes preaching another Jesus, whom we have not preached, or if you receive a different spirit, which you have not received, or a different gospel, which you have not accepted, you may well put up with it. Now I'm going to start reading there. Beloved, this text says several things. First of all it says that there is a godly jealousy which alludes that there is a difference in the jealousy that comes from our corrupt natures. This text is also saying that the gods, the false gods that want us to replace them with our true gods start the st- this process in our minds. False gods work very hard to lead us from the true God to them as a false god. And this is why it is important to stay in the word. The word of God will weaken the messages around us in our cultures and from our hearts. We need the word of God to prevent The stoppage of our praise and worship and service unto God. And to give it to something or someone else. Now for the rest of my time today, I want to share with you my experience of my first temptation to make God jealous of what I was doing in my life. And that occurred years ago when I was going to high school. I was introduced to the sciences and math and things like physics and calculus and geometry and algebra. and I fell in love with those things. I found myself staying up late at night and studying and spending times after school with special projects. And at that time, God was all right with me giving all that time and energy. Over time, when I entered college and would spend an excessive amount of time, God said to me, I was giving him, giving something to someone else or something else that belonged to him. I was giving my time that he wanted to my, my field and to study that he wanted. And beloved, I immediately... Began to feel guilty for studying those long hours. God said to me, I want you to decrease the time with the study in college you give it to me. This really upset me initially. but Beloved, over time I learned that it's better to give God what he wants than to give it to somebody else. Because he was and yet is my true sustainer. He is the one, and greater than anything else in my life. Well, beloved Scott, I've got to go. God bless you, and I hope to share again with you on next week.